Hey Grapefruits, it's Sam. Just wanted to start this episode off by saying thank you so much for listening to our podcast and for being patient with us while we are a little slow about releasing episodes lately. We promise we're getting back on track and we hope that your 2022 is off to a great start. Now before we start this episode, I'm going to send you over to Matt for a brief commercial. That way you can listen to the rest of the episode without any interruptions. Without further ado, take it away Matt. Hey there, this is Matt. And Sam, and this is Peace Love Grapefruit. The podcast that has nothing to do with grapefruit. Hello, my grapefruits. Or our grapefruits, as I should say, because Matt is usually joining me on the podcast. But today, I am flying solo. Or driving solo, should I say, because I am currently driving. So, I thought it would be a fun podcast episode idea if I just talked to myself while driving to my parents' house. Because Matt is busy, he has rehearsals, he is being all fabulous and doing his Godspell rehearsals, um, which I am extraordinarily and exceedingly proud of him for doing. Um, But yeah, I was like, we could wait until all of his shows are over, or I could just record by myself. I mean, I listen to lots of podcasts where people just talk and talk and talk to no one, but I'm not doing the podcast alone, really, because I have you, my grapefruits, to talk to, and that is all I need, you know? Yeah, that's great and all, but I got my grapefruits, so I can do this. (laughs) Um... Anyway, I digress. Um, I have been chatting with Matt, and he's been having a blast with his rehearsals, so that's one thing I wanted to update you all on. Um, he is me- He has met this great group of friends up there. Um, I mean, he has great friends anyway, um, where he lives, and in New Hampshire, but getting to meet a a brand new theater community is really exciting and I'm very happy for him that he's found some uh, fellow actors who he can do a show with. I mean, the pandemic was real rough, you guys. I mean, not being able to do any kind of theatrical work whatsoever, um, not being able to interact in in that same way, and, and even when we were able to go back and do certain things with the masks and the whole thing, um, it's just not the same know but he's hashtag blessed to be able to be in a show right now so that's that's really great and I'm very happy for him um I just came from a camp meeting I um am starting camp on July 5th and I'm very excited we're all 100% in person um we are doing three fantastic shows we're doing Matilda Hercules and the Little Mermaid and I can't wait to get started. Um, I am assistant camp director, so kind of, or I don't know if that's like my official title, but my boss keeps introducing me as his assistant, so I guess that's what I am. Um, so it's very exciting. I, I get to have my hands in, in all of the shows, which is fun. Um, not from a directorial standpoint, but I direct during the year, so I'm like totally cool wearing a different hat this summer, so it'll be fun. Um, And I brought Lydia with me, so that was really cute. They all got to meet her, and they loved her. 
Uh, I mean, who doesn't love a cute little baby? Um, but I was really happy because she was good, you know? Like, she she behaved herself and she didn't cry or she wasn't fussy or anything. Um, and then I went back to my house to grab Lucy and we are headed to my parents' house to have a little day by the pool. I don't know if their big pool is open, like their normal pool, um, because my dad's been shocking it with bleach and chemicals and whatnot, but um, my, my mom got a baby pool and she has an umbrella over it and like this whole setup for the for the kids so it's very cute um but yeah so that's that's what i'm up to today nick is golfing with some of his friends and uh so yeah but big big story in my life uh recently grapefruits unfortunately i have become a statistic and i got the covid um last week or the week before I think it was the week before yeah um because we're like well over our 14 days so we got the COVID it was not fun I will say I don't recommend it um it's real real nasty basically Nick went to Baltimore and you know here's the thing on one hand I understand you can't you have to be careful but on the other hand, you have to be able to live your life. And these things, these events are open. And I'm not justifying it. I'm not saying it wasn't like a risky thing to like go to a concert and whatever. But he did go to a concert with a bunch of his friends in Baltimore. It was something that got rescheduled from last year. And, um, you know, part of it's like, oh, you know, wow, you went to a concert and you got COVID. But like, it is so rampant right now and everyone is getting it. I, I know probably like 15 people, and I'm not exaggerating that number, who got it all within the same week. Um, so it was, it was really crazy. But the thing was open to go to. Um, he wore his mask where he was supposed to, but the venue didn't require it if you were vaccinated, and he is, and boosted, boosted as well. Boosted? Boosted. 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 What a tongue twister. Um, anyway... Uh, I'm not making light of the situation. It's absolutely horrible. But what I will say is that as soon as he got home, you know, I was temperature checking him, making sure he was testing. You know, he didn't test positive for two days and then he tested positive. And so we isolated him and it was already too late. Lydia and I have already were exposed. Um, but what I will say is that I got symptoms right around, you know, the two day mark when Nick tested positive. And I was like, ah, well, maybe it's just allergies, the pollen's so bad, like blah, blah, blah. But um, I tested Lydia and I every single day and we didn't test positive till day five. So even with symptoms. So what I will say is that if you are on the fence about testing and you're like, oh, well, I tested, I'm negative, I'm fine. If you're feeling a little weird, maybe keep testing um, because that's what happened to me. Um, and I will say that the body aches and the joint pain were the worst ever for me. Um, it was just debilitating. It made me feel like I was gonna fall over. I felt foggy. I felt just fatigued and flu-like, uh, just horrible sinus issues and coughing and coughing. But that tickly dry cough that like nothing comes of it. You're just your throat's irritated and you have to cough, like that kind of cough, you know what I mean? So, yeah, not fun. But the best news of all is that none of us got any fevers and the baby 
only had a little bit of diarrhea and a little bit of a cough, but nothing massive, nothing major, and she was totally fine throughout all of it. Uh, so, yeah, and then during the same time, Lydia also was teething, and she just popped up her first two teeth, so she has her both bottom little teeth, and um, so that's adorable. But they didn't fully come up yet, they're just like little, you know, sharp razor blades in her mouth, so that's fun. Um, I was talking to a couple of my girlfriends about it, because they have kids, and their kids are a little bit older than Lydia, and I was like, when did you stop breastfeeding? Like, you know, you know, because I always said, oh, well, when she gets teeth, like, no way, no dice. But she hasn't really bit me yet. So I'm kind of, like, still doing it and still fine with it. Plus, there's a formula shortage, so I'm, like, a little terrified to stop. Um, I also am not not stopping because of that, but, you know, it is what it is. And then people, other people are like, oh, you're going to breastfeed her until she's, like, 10 years old? And I'm like, no, What? Why, why does it have to be, like, that jarring of a span? Why can't you just be like, oh, well, she's a baby. Pediatricians recommend up to a year if you can. And if you can't, six months is good, you know? If, if you can do two months, that's great. If you, if you can't do anything, that's fine, too. Guess what? You're feeding your kid. Who cares? Right? I just don't understand, like, why, why people have to put a stigma on one thing versus another thing. Like, if you're breastfeeding or you're giving formula only, or if you're a C-section delivery, or if you're vaginal delivery, like, why, it's hard enough being a new mom, like, why do people have to put all kinds of, like, little weird stigmas or innuendos onto things? So weird, right? Because you wouldn't do that with anything else, right? You wouldn't be like, oh, you got a root canal and you didn't get Novocaine with it? Oh, man that's, that's crazy, right? But if you're a mom and you get an epidural, like, you're a psychopath in, in some people's eyes, you know, because you might have, like, chose to let your baby be exposed to certain kinds of drugs. Now, listen, I don't care what anybody else does. I'm just saying this is what I decided to do, so don't judge me for it. That's all, you know? I'm not judging another person for what they do. Like, a water birth in a pool is not for me. It's not something I want to do. But I'm not judging anybody else if that's the beautiful way that they want to welcome their child into the world. Go for it. Have fun. But the same thing with, like, breastfeeding. It's like, yeah, my child is five and a half months old. I'm going to keep breastfeeding her if I want to because guess what? When I was pregnant with her, I said, hey, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to see if I like it. See how it goes. See if my boobs even make milk. Who knows? You don't know. And then go from there. So, anyway, I'm just saying, why can't people be kind to one another? Why do people have to be flippin' jerks? This is something that doesn't make any sense to me. <sighs> anyway, just really grinds my gears, you know? Yeah, you get it. You all get it. You know what grinds my gears, because you listen to this podcast. And I honestly don't know why you listen to this podcast, any of you, because it's literally us just both droning on and on about nothing. But I guess, I guess that in a way is cathartic to, to be like, yeah, me too. Like I talk to myself all day long too. Cool. Um, and that's why I figured I could do this podcast by myself. Um, first off, I need Matt in my life as a friend. I also need him as a podca- 
podcasting partner. I don't know why I just said it like that. Podcasting partner. Because it's it's really weird to talk to yourself. It really is. Like, I'm doing it right now, and I'm listening to myself, and I'm like, you sound like an idiot. And at least the grapefruits don't have to listen to just you on a podcast. They can hear Matt, too, and they can hear his opinions. They don't have to just hear your crazy opinions. But... Um, that's what you're stuck with this week, grapefruits, because I wanted to release an episode because we've already missed two weeks, and Matt wants to miss another two weeks because he has to, because he has rehearsal. So what am I supposed to do? Yeah, I could get a co-host, like when Ryan and I did the Disney episode, and that'd be great, but I mean, maybe I'll do that next week, because I still have another week to fill. Because I start camp in July, and things are going to get crazy, and then I might have to cancel a week. And then what? Then the podcast just doesn't get recorded? That? No, no. We have to we have to rise up to the, to the occasion. We have to do what we have to do. So I'm doing it. Anyway, I'm in lovely New Jersey right now, Grapefruits. I am in front of a Hoffman Coos furniture store and an Ethan Allen, next door to an Ethan Allen. And... Here's my thoughts. All right, I'm going to tell you. You don't have a choice if you're listening to this, so that's your fault. Um, I'm sitting next to an Ethan Allen and a Hoffman Coos furniture store. They're two separate furniture stores. They share a parking lot. My question is, what is with the dueling goods stores, right? So, like, are they competition with one another? Like, is Hoffman Coos and Ethan Allen, someone look this up for me find out, let me know, message me. Are they in competition with each other or or are they not? Um, And also these seem like ancient stores to me. Like I don't think anybody that I'm friends with who is also in their thirties or twenties or younger, I don't think anybody's like, yeah, I'm going to go get a sick patio set. First off, nobody says I'm going to go get a sick patio set. I don't know even what I'm talking about, but nobody is like, yeah, I'm going to go to Huffman Coos or yeah, I'm going to go to Ethan Allen said nobody. Nobody said that. Not not a single person. So I don't know. Um, I will say that I have dueling pizzerias at the bottom of my street. And they, they have both a good slice. When we moved in, we did a slice off. I said, listen, we got to try them both. we got to see how they are. There's another pizzeria down the block. So it's Tom's, TD's, and Chaffee's. If you live in Springfield, let me know. Shout it out. If you live in Springfield, why are you not saying, hey, I'm a grapefruit. I live in Springfield. You live in Springfield. Let's hang out. Um, but if you live in Springfield and you haven't told me that, then you're crazy. But if you do or you're passing through, let me know what slice you like because Nick and I have our opinions. Um, Tom's has better sauce. TD's has a consist- better consistent like boardwalk pizza style. Um, and then Chaffee's is good. But I feel like they're, whenever you get it delivered, this, the, it's just sliding out of the box. You know, like the cheese is all like to one side of the pizza. So they need to get better delivery drivers maybe is, is the problem. It's happened multiple times. Also, when you ask for a pizza well done, grapefruits, hear me out here. I like my pizza well done. My dad always ordered pizza well done no matter where I was. And it's just better that way. It's not like this ooey gooey doughy thing. I just, 
prefer my crust with a little crunch. Not too crunchy, because it should have like that toothsome, you know, bite to it. I'm making hand gestures, you cannot see me, but that's okay. Um, but, but yeah, it should have like some bounce back, you know, but also have like a little bit of a cracker crunch too. Um, I like a good thin slice, I like a good thin slice, but I'm not opposed to a grandma pie, I'm not opposed to a square. So, you know, it, it just depends. I'm not picky when it comes to pizza, which means that if I'm saying your pizza's bad, then it's probably really bad because I'll eat pretty much any pizza in any form. Um, so, so yeah. So yeah, we don't order from Choppies anymore because we just are like, yeah, it's, it's whatever. It's fine. We have other pizzerias. But then Nick discovered Joe's of Vauxhall. Now this place is good. All right. I'm not disputing that it's not good. It's good pizza, but it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't keep me up at night. Okay. And Nick and our friend Steve were like, Samantha, what is this? What is this pizza? Like when you fall asleep at night and you're dreaming of pizza or you're craving of pizza, what is the pizzeria that you are thinking of in your head? And I'm like, listen, guys, I don't have an answer to that because I feel like pizza is a nostalgic experience. So I feel like when I'm in a locale, so if I'm like in Wildwood Crest, I want Max's Pizza from the boardwalk. If I'm in Springfield, I guess I want like just a regular slice from wherever. Like, I don't care. I don't care enough about our local pizza. If I'm in New York City, I'll probably eat any pizza off of any street corner because all of the New York City pizza slices are good. Most of them. Most of them that I've had are good. If you're in Brooklyn, Polly G's. I'm pretty sure that's in Brooklyn and not Queens. I'm almost positive. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Whatever. But Polly G's is good. Polly G's slice shop. Very good. Um, but I'll eat. I'm not picky. This is my point. I'm not picky with pizza. Baltimore... We went to Baltimore one time, and I had a really disgusting slice of pizza. That was bad. Real bad. Um, There's another pizzeria near us. I'm not going to shout them out and say that they're crappy pizza because I just don't feel like doing that to them. But really, really crappy pizza. We tried it a couple weeks ago, and it was almost inedible. And what is worse is that I ordered mozzarella sticks, grapefruits. Mozzarella sticks should always be stringy inside. If they're not stringy inside and they flake, throw it out. Now I should have known putting this mozzarella stick to my mouth before nice, smooth moves, X blacks, is that the phrase? Smooth move, X, smooth moves, X blacks. This is like Matt trying to save Lin-Manuel Miranda. Like I just can't do it. A motorcyclist just uh, passed by and they decided to rev their engine because they're real cool they're from jersey you know like they're like oh yeah i'm from jersey i can go in between the lanes doesn't matter is that a law by the way are motor motorcyclists allowed to do that like you're at a red light and they're just going in between the lanes and just doing whatever anybody watch barry um that was like a whole chase scene last week's episode Barry on a motorcycle and he's being hunted by uh, this motorcycle gang and they were going in between but that was in LA so I don't know what the laws are there either I've never been to LA I've never been to California anyway I digress back to the pizza so the pizza was was just disgusting from the 
the crust was bad. It, it didn't taste like anything. It just tasted like cardboard, like you were eating a piece of cardboard. The sauce was just nothing. It was very vinegary and like didn't have any flavor to it. I like a sweeter sauce, so I would have put sugar in the sauce. I don't know. Like, what do you do to I think you just add sugar to make it a sweeter or use sweeter tomatoes, right? I don't know, but it was disgusting. Don't eat there. You don't even know where it is, but just don't eat there. If you see me in person, ask me and I will tell you. I'll tell you the name of the place to not eat at. Um, but I'm not going to blow up their spot on, on a podcast that only people out of state listen to. So, yeah. <sighs> I digress. So, he found this Joseph Vauxhall place and he loves it and Steve loves it. And anytime any of our friends come over from out of state, Nick is always like, yeah, we'll get Joe's, we'll get Joe's from Vauxhall. And it's a good slice. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's a good slice. But there's too many spices on it. And I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It always gives me heartburn after I eat it. And when I say this to Nick, he doesn't under, he doesn't understand. He's like, oh, you're just making it up. You just don't like it. You're just being difficult to be difficult. Like, you're just saying you don't like it because you think it's funny. And I'm like, no, I don't think it's funny. I legitimately, and it's not even that I don't like it. It's just that I maybe prefer another kind of slice. But then when I say that to Nick and Steve, their reply to me is, well, what other slice is better? Like, what is your, what is your, uh, litmus test for pizza? Like, where does your bar go? Like, where is it? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I just don't prefer this. I never crave it. I'm never like, oh my God, I want Joe's and Vauxhall. This is the best pizza ever. But they feel that way. And that's great for them. I just don't. So, yeah, I'll eat it because I'll just be like, yeah, this is pizza. But I'm not like, this is pizza. Oh, I need this pizza. It's so good. It's just pizza. You know? I don't know. Hopefully you understand what I'm saying. If not, whatever. People probably turned this off like 18 minutes ago. Who knows? This is this is a crazy episode, Grapefruits. I'm not going to lie to you. We'll see how long I, I can make this uh, last talking to myself. I don't know. I don't know how people do this as like an actual podcast. Like they, they just talk to themselves and their listeners. I mean, I guess you could do it, but I much prefer having a co-host. Matt, come back. Matt, come back. <laughs> Matt will listen to this, because I didn't even tell him I was doing this, so he's just going to see that the podcast is released and be like, what? What did you do? And I'm going to be like, I recorded a podcast on my own without you. On my own. And he's going to be like, What? And I'm like, yeah, I did that. And he's going to be like, oh, okay, cool, cool. And I'm going to be like, yeah, cool, cool. And then we'll send memes back and forth to each other and gifs or gifs, however you prefer to say it. And, um, and that'll be that. Matt and I have also toyed around with the idea of recording our texts back and forth to each other and just, like, reading them out loud as, like, a dramatic reading. And I do love that idea a lot. But a lot of the time, it is just so nonsensical that you you all would be like, what exactly is happening? <sighs> so 
so grapefruits. I have um, I have a camera in my car to look at Lydia while she's sleeping back there, and she is such a peaceful little sleeper. It's very cute. Um, but what I will say is that I don't know how moms do it where they're not pulling over every five seconds and checking on their kid. I don't know how I haven't done it because I did ask my mom this. I was like, mom, what did you do back in the day where they had like cameras like this that you could have to watch your kid while you're driving? Like, how did you not freak out and pull over every five seconds to check and see if your kid was breathing? And she's like, because like you were breathing, like, why would you not be? And I'm like, well, that's not a good enough answer. Like how, how do you know? She's like, because I put you in there and you were breathing and wasn't going very far and when I take you out you're always breathing so you're fine and so fine I guess that's an acceptable answer but I just I'm looking at the camera and I know that she's sleeping but I'm like is she all right though like did I miss something was I not paying attention did she pass out I don't know she's fine though I also have Lucy in the car with me because I can't leave my precious goose, my Lucy goose, at home too long. And I knew that I was going to go to my parents and hang out for a while, so I wanted to come and grab her. Um, so yeah. Lydia started solid foods. Did I mention this already? I don't know if I did or didn't, but she has tried sweet potatoes, carrots, apples and bananas and she licked a peach the other day so that was exciting and yeah she also tried a tomato because Nick dipped his finger like in a fresh tomato in like a little juice and um, made her like that too so I guess she's tried that as well which is good so yeah she's really moving up in the world trying foods and you know what's interesting being a parent now, I am realizing that I get to experience the world through her eyes for the first time all over again. And it's so cool. It's so cool to watch your kid discover things. And she's, you know, she's only five and a half months old, so she's got so much more time to explore things. But, um, you know, it goes by so fast. I mean, I, I feel like I just had her, like, yesterday. And it's already five and a half months, and the development and what she has learned and the growth that she has, um, the strides she's made have, has been like so cool to watch. Um, so that's really, really fun to see. So when I get sad about it, like, oh, she's not like a newborn anymore. I start to you know, get really, really upset about it. And then I realize like, but you get to be so excited and so happy about each new stage that you go into also, because they are discovering and learning and it's just fun you know I can't wait for her to have her first ice cream cone that's gonna be great I can't wait I can't wait to see whether she likes it if it's too cold you know she did have a um I put some rust milk in like a in like a popsicle mold and I made like a popsicle of a milk popsicle and uh this was like two months ago and she loved it but so I'm sure she'll like ice cream, too. But. Anyway. Shows. We've been watching lots of shows. I've been watching the Obi-Wan... The Obi-Wan Kenobi show on 
Disney Plus is the best thing I've ever seen. And I don't say that lightly. I really mean it. Like, it is so flippin' good. It's so good. It's the best Star Wars content that they've put out on Disney Plus, certainly, by far. And I, I'm gonna, I know this is maybe a hot take, but I think it's better than WandaVision, Loki, and all of those shows put together. Like, I think it is so well done. I'm so excited that Ewan McGregor is in it. I, I can't tell you how excited I am. I love that it's a Leia storyline. I love the little girl who plays Leia. I'm just literally obsessed with it. We will talk more about it when Matt is back, but I just had to say that. Um, Nick and I are watching Stranger Things season four. It's ridiculous. It's so flippin' scary. We're only on episode four. I can't wait to see what happens with the show, but, like, it's terrifying. And I go to bed every night, and I'm like, I want to sleep with the lights on, but I won't because Nick will freak out if I do. No, he wouldn't freak out. He would just fall asleep, and then I would just turn them on, and he would never know. But I, I'm like, no, I'm in my 30s. I can handle it. I'll do it. It'll be fine. But I also am terrified. Like, it's really scary. And they put up this whole disclaimer before the first episode about the Texas shooting and stuff, which is, I'm not even going to talk about it, absolutely tragic, horrible, stuff needs to change. Totally. Like, it's, it's unacceptable that we have these shootings in our country or anywhere and that these babies have to die. Like, they, they didn't have to. Like, this is just, it should be preventable. It should not happen. It's just ridiculous. I'm stating the obvious. We don't need to talk about it. I'm not going to because it really upsets me, um, as it should upset everyone. Um, but they put up this whole thing in the beginning of Stranger Things, and the first episode is real rough. So if you haven't watched Stranger Things yet and you are upset by that whole situation, maybe don't watch the first episode. Or, well, you should watch the first episode, but maybe just, like, look down during that scene. I also have yet to see if that scene really even does anything to the plot. Um, maybe they could have, like, cut it out. I don't know. But I'm also not far enough in the series yet in the in the season to uh, comment on it, so I, I don't know. But it's real good. It's, it's really, really good, and that's what I was going to say. Like, it's so scary, but it's so good. It's so good. So I recommend watching it. Ozark is also fantastic. Nick and I are kind of bouncing around to different shows, um, but Ozark, we're not finished with that either yet. So we're, like I said, we're bouncing around to all these different shows. We're kind of watching an episode here, an episode there. Um, Ozark is really, really good. I just love Julia Gardner. I think she's just such a good actress. I'm obsessed with her performance as Ruth. Um, we are also watching um, the Lakers Dynasty show. I forget what it's called, but uh, John C. Riley is in that. He's fantastic. And Sally Fields is in that, so that's really great. Um, we're watching Barry, which is really just one of my all-time favorite shows. Noho Hank is by far the best character on that show, aside from Barry himself. And Gene Cousineau, who played, who's played by Henry Winkler. Um, just so, so funny. Such a great show. Um, and then The Boys just came back last night on Amazon Prime, and that show is just bonkers. I'm like, what have, what goes on here? You know, like, this show. Um, but it's good. 
it's good too. That's one of Nick's favorite shows. So we've been watching that. And uh, I don't know what else we've been watching. We've been watching a lot in the Mets. Nick is uh, really trying hard to make Lydia into a Mets fan. I got her a little infant Mets hat, which still looked really fit her, and um, some other Mets gear for Nick for Father's Day, which I gave him already because I wanted to. Um, yeah, so lots of Mets. I just listed off a lot of TV shows as well, so I mean, it's not like I haven't been doing my fair share of watching. I've been watching The Big Flower Fight at night to fall asleep to, and I, I really like that. It's very calming, very peaceful, very good. Um, I will give a shout out, special shout out. I'm sorry I have not done it sooner, but we have not been podcasting to our dear friend, Michelle, our dinosaur expert and aficionado, Michelle, because she has finally heeded our advice and she started her own podcast with Dinosaur Ridge and she is podcasting all about dinos and all about all the prehistoric stuff back then check it out give it a listen um i'm driving right now so i can't like look up all the deets but i will post about it on our social um when i remember to (laughs) but for now it's just a shout out um because we feel like you need to listen to this and also we learned so so much with michelle when she was on our podcast we hope she comes back and does another episode um and uh, we just in, are in awe of all of her knowledge. So it's, it's cool that she started her own podcast. And you can learn a lot by listening to it. It's really good. Uh-huh. And she's so cool. It's just nice to like listen to cool people talk about cool stuff. Unlike Matt and I, we're like total nerds. <laughs> but you guys still listen, so thanks. Um, yeah, I can't believe I'm still talking. I feel like a crazy person. I feel like a basket case. Sorry. I also feel like I'm losing my voice a little bit because of the pollen in the air. It's driving me nuts, this pollen. Just go away. Who needs this much pollen? And why is there so much extra of it this year? What's the deal? Why? Tell me. Explain it. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, 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 ay. Anyway. I don't know, grapefruits. There's lots more to say, I'm sure, but this is only meant to be sort of a mini episode. And I am pulling onto my parents' street soon. It takes about a half hour to get from my house to my parents' house if there's no traffic. And there was not really that much traffic. So I will probably sign off and post this so that way you all have a wonderful episode to listen to and uh and also I wasn't planning on recording a two-hour episode of me and just me talking that'd be bonkers ridiculous um but I hope you all are having a lovely weekend start to a weekend if you are listening to this not on the weekend um and you can start your weekend on like a Wednesday if you want hey live your best life you know by the way I hate that commercial on during sporting events or whatever it's like live your bet life and it's like a gambling commercial it's the worst live your bet life no don't change words stupid i hate it i hate it every time i hear it i hate it but do live your best life best 
life. Live your best life. Don't let anybody bring you down. And uh, with that, I will say, uh, as Matt always says, I I never realized until now how hard it is to come up with something cool to say there. (laughs) Swimmy Swami Samsonite (laughs) from Dumb and Dumber. Um, No, he says peace, love, grapefruit, and I'm going to say it too. Peace, love, grapefruit. Enjoy the rest of your weeks, weekend, whatever you're doing, your month, kick off to the summer, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side, grapefruits. Bye!